Hi, my name's Pat, and I'm a compulsive overeater. Thank you. This program needs people to be honest. When I came in, I heard the word gray sheet, but that's something you don't want to know about. You don't have to diet. Just follow these steps and you're going to lose your weight. And somebody that had lost the weight, and and what was interesting is most of the people that were old-timers when I came in had lost their weight with something similar to gray sheet. Uh, But we didn't have to do that. And they're the ones that told us we didn't have to do that. So I kept waiting for God to do this. Um... It it was validation for me this weekend to have Lucille say what I had come to the conclusion of. And I figured it out today. Yesterday I had 21 days. So, thank you. But we need to hear that it's a struggle. I mean, this lady's 12 years. She's lost that weight and she's wonderful. And she's telling me every day she's got to work with this disease. And I think this kind of honesty is needed because otherwise you, you go along thinking, what am I doing wrong? Why? And when you're not losing weight, then, boy, there's something wrong with me. And we're back to that word that I'm just learning to look at called shame. And we need to know that this is with us. But we can look like Lucy. (laughs) Thank you. I'm I'm Connie, and I'm still recovered. I'm real tired, though. I have talked a lot today, so maybe I should get up in front of all of you. I've, I've tried to talk to everybody I could today. Because I'm just in a place where um, this recovery is so fantastic. And I did want to thank Lucille. I, I love the enthusiasm. I want the accent more than anything. I just love Jersey. Anyway, um, she has really brought an enthusiasm. Um, and we have hit on relapse a lot. And um, that's why it, it's just it, the program this weekend, as I've shared with a lot of my home group members, because they've played an important part. I came into this retreat in a real good place. I went back to my traditional church uh, Friday morning um, with the aid of a priest. And so yesterday was, or this morning was, my first time back at Mass. Um, And tomorrow's my 23rd anniversary, and I wanted to receive the Eucharist for that. Um, I have found my higher power back there. I went the other way. I came in here and found my spiritual life that I thought was missing in that traditional church. And um, it was okay. I didn't feel if it was right or wrong. I wasn't in there. But I've been led back through uh, God's will for me. And why I'm up here really basically is to thank all of you. Um, I had a doozy of a relapse. It was the most wonderful thing that ever happened to me because I personally learned my lessons. And one of the most important lessons I learned was that I have some of the greatest teachers in the world in this room 
And when I walk into a meeting and I'm into my schoolroom and all of you are in there teaching me, there is no way I can fail. So thank you. Is this the end? No, this is the beginning. Is there anyone else that wants to share? We've got, we have another hour. <laughs> if you guys want to play cards, break into groups of four. Um, <laughs> You're program chairman. What do you want to do? I will now turn you over to program chairman. <laughs> All right. Uh, at this time, uh, our program has the plan of our program has changed. <laughs> Do, would people like to uh, break into small groups and share? Would that be more comfortable than uh, yeah? There's a yeah there. There's a there's a hand. Uh huh. Or the last. One <laughs> very particular about my passion. So maybe that'll give you a chance to think about what you want to do with everybody. Um, yeah, they do me, and I don't like to be in the beginning or the end of them. But um, I'm Renee, and gratefully recovering compulsive overeater. Um, saying real honest things makes me real nervous, even though I've been in front of people all my life almost performing. It's still... To be me is the scariest thing, but it's easier each time that I'm me, I think, to be me. Um, and I'm in that, that space that uh, Lucille talked about tonight where I should say help a little bit. Um, and there's some good reasons why, too. I'm um, leaving a, <laughs> a five-month-old marriage and, and uh, going to um, uh, chaplain's training for two months. <laughs> And it's scary. And um, I'm in that kind of talk about gray sheet, but I think there's that gray eating area too that Lucille alluded to that's um, not horrible and terrible, but it's not the clean kind of thing she described that makes you feel clean. And it, the clean thing doesn't have to be just awful either. But what she described, I know enough from nutritional information that I've learned is, is healthy and is fine. And I was just sitting there thinking tonight, you know, what's the matter with boring? Because simple, um, and I've had many, many days of that, and it just feels good. And so why do I really need all the other stuff, and is that really going to help me cope with all these fears and struggles and constantly saying goodbye and constantly saying hello, and neither of them I do very well, I don't think, or like. And I, you know, scream and kick and um, over a lot of things because I really... Um, don't want to do it somebody else's way. <laughs> and no matter where I was and what I was doing, you know, I'd probably have to do something somebody else's way. Um, <laughs> probably. Um, so I want that, you know, and I'm, I am, I'm, I'm a picky person. I was sitting around here thinking, well, there's probably maybe less than a dozen people that I know that have the kind of program really in totality that I want. But if they've got it, then why can't I, you know? 
but they do it. You know, that's the bottom line. They don't think about it. They don't talk about it. They might, but they do it too. And so um, I know that I've been, you know, reading less and probably uh, less in contact. Again, not zero, but less. And that's been in proportion with this, you know, floating around in this gray area, which maybe once a month um, for eating might be okay, but once a day is not a great place to be. It's the, it's the shadowy, it's the quivery, you know, kind of place. And, um, and I need more than that, and I know I can go for more than that. And I think it's the strength of the individual and the whole that, that makes me want to come up here and, and say that and, and realize that there's so many beautiful things. And boy, I've been enjoying this weather and the trees and, and all of that stuff and smiling more and really loving it. And the other stuff can go with it, and I can give that up because it's the trees and that stuff that won't you know, kill me off that, uh, that I can enjoy. And that really is enough. It really, really is enough, you know. It just, I have to drill it a little bit closer to home and get a little more discipline, which is something I hate, but I do it on stage. So if I can do it on stage, then, then I know I can do it with my food and, and keep it up and keep doing it, you know. Um, so that's about it, except I really appreciate the love I've gotten. And, um, probably apologize if I'm doing one of my steps for not getting closer because I've sort of not gotten closer on purpose. But I do realize that and I realize it's because of the goodbyes and stuff. Um, but if I needed to make an apology, it would probably be for that. But there's always writing and there's always continuance, you know, of one kind or another. And I've already been talking about that with some. So that feels real good to know that. And, um, just the recovery that I felt and the difference that I know today from when I first uh, walked into OA. So thank all of you. I'm Jolene, a recovering compulsive reader. I was always told if you have butterflies, you need to be up here in front, and I've got butterflies bad. Um, needing to be rigorously honest, I felt real uncomfortable with all this talk about food, the food plans. And I even brought my little tablet because I just had some um, things that I wrote down because I get up here and I freeze. I get cold feet, and I, I tend to freeze, and what am I to say? And, my little heart's just a pitter-patter. <laughs> but, but I think the reason I felt so uncomfortable with it because um, I have received physical recovery and emotional and spiritual, but the physical has been the biggest for me at this point in my life. And I tend to be a, what do I say, a camellia? Is that what they are? If, if this is what works for Lucille, well, I think I have to try that. And what come to me, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Leave it alone, Jolene. It's okay. You, you have a beautiful gift, and just to accept that gift. And um, as you all were coming up here, Sue, just, oh, my little heart, when you said that, I just was like, you received what you needed to hear tonight, and I received what I needed to hear tonight. And we're all at different um, phases in our lives. We're all at different steps, and that's what makes us each unique, and, and each of us are beautiful. And thanks for letting me share that.
I'm Jane. I'm a compulsive overeater. Nine years ago, last month, I was diagnosed diabetic. I was carrying 800 blood sugar. And this food plan, I want to thank you because I've been, I had lost, at my top weight was 450 pounds. I had lost 250 pounds. And a friend of mine, I went to relapse about two years ago, gained 125 pounds of a back. A friend of mine, when I was debating what to do, called me in April, said that they were starting a new meeting in West Carrollton. And thanks to her, I showed up that first night. I've been struggling. End of August, I got a step sponsor, and I've been maintaining a weight loss of 15 pounds since I've been in program. But thanks to you, Lucille, I've been playing with my diabetic diet. I've been adding a few pounds, a few exchanges here and there, and saying, well, it's all right because I do daily blood checks. I'm ca carrying 100 blood sugar, I'm off insulin and everything. So I was always saying to me, by picking up these few little exchanges, I was okay. But I don't feel okay. And so with this retreat and being back, you've motivated me to get my butt <laughs> back into gear and start sticking to what I know works. And what I have to do, I'm like you, I have to have this food plan and I have to follow it strictly. Because when I don't, I went into relapse and I gained 125 pounds back and I said, it's my own fault because I got away from something I knew worked. And one of these days I'm going to be coming up to Connecticut and saying, well, I have a 300 pound weight loss <laughs> thanks to Lucille. <laughs> Hi, my name is Joe Allen. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Hi. I'm not real sure what I'm going to say here. I've been in program for a while, and I came in and I did what I was told to do, and I lost my weight, a lot of it, most of it. I got married, five kids, and got back into the disease and gained all my weight back plus. I'm working a really hearty program right now. I'm proud of my program. I'm proud of me. And so I want to share, I think, some of that. My husband and I separated Monday, and it's a real hard time for me right now. My youngest daughter is moving today. 
we've gone from I've gone from having five people in the house to having me and kind of a part-time kid because he's going to school. So there's a lot of really big changes in my life. And the biggest change is that I'm using the program to help me through this and I'm clean. I'm clean from food, I'm clean from sugar, I'm clean from caffeine, I'm clean from nicotine. I'm clean from compulsive thinking and obsessing. And I have loving, supporting people who are helping me through this. I'm being honest. I'm talking. I'm doing all the things that I haven't done before that caused me to relapse. And I don't want to relapse. I don't want to get into the craziness that I know I have the potential for. The biggest thing that's of use to me right now is my connection with myself and my higher power because I cannot do this alone and I don't want to do this alone and I won't do it alone. So each time that, you know, coming here this weekend was a godsend for me because because there are people here that know me and there are people here that love me and if I need to be sad, I don't have to do it alone. If I need to be sad and be alone, I can do that. And I can be happy and I can take in the joy. And I've taken in a lot of joy this weekend. And I've had some sadness this weekend. My husband and I have spent many wonderful times here on retreat. So I'm real grateful. I'm grateful that I'm here. And I'm grateful that this program is here. I'm grateful that you came here. I'm real grateful that food isn't an issue for me right now. And yet I choose not to dismiss that because it could be in about five seconds. Mm -hmm. And that's it. I'm Kathy. I'm a compulsive overeater. Hi, Hi you guys. I'm uh, one of those virgins who was talking about earlier. This is my first retreat. And um, I'm doing some, well, I'm an analyzer from way back. And I'm doing some sitting around analyzing, you know, watching the people and and what they are putting into it and getting out of it and wondering what it is that I'm supposed to put into it and get out of it. Um, I had expectations, although I didn't realize I did, you know. I try not to have too much in the way of expectations anymore because those kinds of things were never fulfilled and, you know, I was disappointed. Most of my life, life never sort of measured up to what I figured it was going to be. And program has taught me how to get those expectations down. But I guess they were, you know, they were up here because this is a first for me. Um, and last night, I was real confused. You know, I, I expected some kind of magic to happen, you know, you know, in regard to me and this retreat thing. And, you know, so I sort of waited for the magic. Um, I think the magic was I slept real well last night. 
you know, another magic is I'm not worried about my family at home there without me to run their lives like I usually do, probably having a real good time. Um, I, I find it real interesting that, you know, where I was last night compared to tonight, last night, you know, I, there wasn't anything I had to say, you know, I was still in that waiting syndrome, and um, I've heard a lot and seen a lot and talked to a lot of friendly people and met some new ones and re-met some old ones, and that feels real good, um, and had plenty of time to just spend on myself, which, you know, is a real luxury, um, and I really appreciate that and am grateful for that. You know, maybe those are the things I'm supposed to have this weekend and no big, you know. In fact, I've never had one of those big lightning bolt type things. And so, you know, to figure one of those is going to happen this time, you know, that's probably, you know, crazy thinking too. Um, I'm real grateful for the things that Lucille has said, you know. I, she's reinforced a lot of things that I experienced in trying to maintain whatever kind of weight loss it is that I'm maintaining. Um... I'm really glad to be up here, finally. You know, I figured, well, I could save it all for tomorrow, but that makes it even harder to talk tomorrow. So I might as well get it over tonight. It's all done now. Thanks. I'm Nancy, a compulsive overeater. And I said I wasn't going to talk because I signed up to lead my home meeting tomorrow night, and I thought I ought to save it all. <laughs> so I had something to talk about tomorrow night. But since we're talking about honesty, um, I do want to thank you very much, Lucille. Uh, I haven't really told anybody, although there's, I'm sure, some very perceptive people here, that I honestly think I have been in relapse. Um, I wouldn't tell you because all I said was I was in trouble, right? <laughs> I'm okay. If you were here last year, I would have said, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm having just a little bit of trouble with my food. That's all. Um, and honestly, that's not true. I knew before I came, uh, I had already started thinking my mind. Um, Something needed to be done, and I wasn't doing it. And last night when Lucille said it was the issue of not that she couldn't work the program, that she wouldn't, it clicked in because I have been well known to be a willful and stubborn person, and um, I didn't want to give up some of those things. I wanted to be thin, and I wanted to eat what I wanted to eat, and um, it doesn't work that way. Um, so that got me going, and um, I've taken some action, and I'm very excited, and I've made up my mind that um, it's about time to use that willfulness and that stubbornness to say, I am going to stick, I'm going to get a food plan, I'm going to stick to it, and um, I can do this. And I thank you for all being there, and I thank Lucille, and um, I may need you, but I know you'll be there. Thank you.
I'm Judy, and I'm a grateful, recovering, compulsive overeater. And I think we ought to change this name of a retreat to an OA energizer. <laughs> because it seems, whenever I seem to be slacking off of my program or, or whatever, then there's retreat comes, the time comes up, and I'm re-energized again. And thank you. I was just... I kept the notebook that I had from last year, and I, through the breaks and stuff, I reviewed some of the things that I wrote about that, the notes that I took, and uh, I've recognized also that I'm not in a relapse, but that is maybe toying with that idea, because one of the things that I have on my desk and I've totally ignored that, and I don't even know where I heard it, but I wrote it. I thought it was important, and I used to read that every day. And I see it every day, but I don't exactly read it. And what it says is, if I fail to plan, I plan to fail. And for me, I haven't been planning a food plan, <laughs> and that's a real good sign that I'm planning to screw it up pretty bad. Um, another sign for me for relapse is the insane thinking, and uh, I have been in some pretty insane thinking uh, recently. So what I'm here to say is I need help, and please help me. Thank you. I'm Marcy, and I'm a compulsive overeater. Hi. And I want to thank Lucille for uh, a major revelation to me <clears throat> about the connection between spirituality and sexuality, which was never clear to me before. And I've been thinking I've been celibate for six years, but just sitting there and applying sexual language to my spiritual existence is helping me to understand this. I mean, celibacy implies choice. And in my spiritual life I, and my sexual life, I haven't been celibate, I've been impotent. And, <clears throat> and I understand now about spirituality is being as fundamental a drive to me. It's not something optional. It's not something that you get if things are nice. It's not something that you can pick up if you have the time. It's as fundamental a drive as the sex drive. It's part of being alive. And I really thank you for that because I need to understand that.
Hi, everybody. I'm Judy, and I'm a compulsive overeater. Hi, Judy. Isn't it interesting that the threat of small groups has caused 25 more minutes of bearing? Just an observation. I love small groups. Oh. I don't know why I'm up here, but being compulsive, I felt compelled to come up here. Um, two years ago, when I came to our first retreat with Judy, I came up here and I said something, and I was 105 pounds, and I had just lost 75 pounds, so it was kind of kind of neat. I had never really spoken before a group, and uh, God, I'm shaking like crazy. I don't know why that's going on. Um, and last year I came and I was back up to 180 plus a couple pounds and my ego would not allow me to come up here and share. And I thought, well, it ought to be apparent to the people that know me that I need help. So, you know, if they're going to help me, they'll help me. And, you know, I was just thinking uh, just a few minutes ago that I was in deep trouble and, and it was shortly after then that I did ask for help. I, at the retreat was, you know, normal time, September, October, and in November I got abstinent again, which was, it was really incredible after gaining all that weight. I was, you know, when Lucille started talking the first night, we came in late and I heard she was, you know, after a year and a half of abstinence, had a relapse, and I was like, oh, geez, I don't like this woman already, you know. <laughs> Because I, was, I lost all my weight in 10 months, and in another eight months of maintaining it, I had a relapse, and that's a year and a half. And then I got it back real quickly. It was like within a week. I went pretty crazy in that week. I had everything in the world that I hadn't had for the last year and a half. You know, all the new things that came out with it on TV that looked so good that I never had before. And I went pretty crazy, but I was able to get it back together in a week. And then I was abstinent for another five months, and in December, I was divorced, and I went through Thanksgiving and Christmas, and on New Year's Day, um, I went crazy again. I thought, well, you know, you did this before. It only took a week, and, you know, you could do this for a week and then start all over again, and you won't gain that much weight, and everything will be okay. And, you know, 11 months later, and 75-plus pounds more later, I could not stop, and I got in such a panic. It was awful. I thought, you know, I basically had the mentality that I had a perfect abstinence because I was doing how, and it was either that or nothing. It was either you do how or you're not abstinent. And I did this to myself pretty much. Everybody was trying to help me. They didn't know what to do for me because I was going so crazy. And it took me almost a year to get out of that. It's like, for me, I, I know that's the basic food plan for me to lose weight and to maintain it. Basically what, what um, Lucille is doing is the how maintenance plan. And you just about eat, you can always eat something and find something abstinent wherever you go. And it was comfortable for me. It kept my weight off. I felt good. And I know it worked for me. And, you know, I couldn't even do that. <coughs> I couldn't even do that maintenance plan. You know, I figured, well, you know, you don't have to go back and, and not eat all the things you like to eat. Just do maintenance and you'll be okay. I couldn't do that. It's like I had to do my original thing or go crazy. 
and it's taken me a long time to get past that. Um, and not, you know, and, and I, like I said last, uh, last year, in November, December, I was abstinent, and I ended up relapsing for a couple more months, and I finally got it back together in March. And since then, I started with my basic food plan, and I've decided that I need to be a little more flexible, whatever that means. Um, like I need a snack of a fruit or something. And I, well, the re I think the basic reason that I'm up here is because I want to thank you for, um, for the little bit you did talk about food. I've been wanting to cut back a little because what I'm doing now, I've lost the weight and it's been much more slowly, which is real good for me because I had no idea how thin I was when I was 105 pounds. I had no idea that I was that little. And being five feet tall, you know, I wasn't emaciated. I, you know, I'm a short person, so 105 pounds was okay. But I had no idea that I was okay. I've never been okay. And uh, I've thought about, you know, needing to tighten up just a little. Because, you know, I've, with stretching my food plan and getting more flexible, it's like I'm starting to eat from morning till night, you know. My choices have been pretty good, but it's like they go on all day, and that's not good for me. That's compulsively overeating for me, which is an abstinence, and I've wanted to uh, change that, and I wanted to thank you for the, the motivation, and I don't know what, but I haven't been this up from a retreat ever, you know, just the positiveness, and, and I know that the struggle goes on. You know, I mean, that's life. Life goes on, and, and we keep coming back here and, and trying to support each other, and something happens to somebody one year, and something happened, you know, something happened to me last year, and everybody takes their turns with the something's happening. And I'm just glad that everybody is here. Uh, I have a real time talking one-on-one, -on -one. almost, unless I know you. It's easier. It's definitely easier for me to get up here and talk to Lucille than it is for me to just go up to Lucille and, and talk to her, you know, even as hard as it is to get up here in front of everybody else. But I just need to thank you. It's really been a great retreat. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Jump right in here and save the day. I'm Donna, grateful recovering compulsive overeater. And people who know me know I'm a how person. I eat the gray sheet. I did the. <laughs> this is what the gray sheet can do for you. You too. <laughs> Don't ask me to take my clothes off because everything falls to the floor. <laughs> But, then, but that's okay. I live alone, so I can I can take it. I'm tough. Um, I did the basic gray sheet. I mean, the real what they call the Nazi gray sheet. You know, we had 
people come to the meeting, take one look at that, and you never saw them again. <laughs> but I did that for six months. My skin did not turn green. My hair did not fall out. I didn't, you know, no problems. Basically, what I eat is this. And really, that, this is me. Boring is better. I am really a boring person because I eat basically the same things morning, noon, and night. Have the same thing for lunch every day, same thing for breakfast every day. I might change my meat for for dinner, but I eat the same things every day, and I t it works. I mean, I feel wonderful. Heaven knows I look wonderful. <laughs> I mean, I haven't caught a man yet. I mean, someone said to me, can you believe this at a meeting? Someone said to me, as, as, as bubbly and, and, and as much as I had to say, and as it, cute, cute, I hear this word, I am cute. So when I die, I guess I'll be on my t tombstone. She's cute. They could not believe that I had that I just don't have all these dates. I had been divorced for ten years. I can count on the fingers of this hand the amount of dates I have had in those ten years. This is the this is the truth. A couple blind dates and two guys that I asked to a Christmas party that we had at work who I have never seen or heard from again. But, they're sick. They didn't appreciate me. I don't, I'm better off without them. But anyway, I just had to get a plug in for gray sheet because it, it does, it works if you work it. I don't, why this worked for me, I don't know. I think when I came in, I was, I mean, I was, a, I was past compulsive overeater, like Fred said, to food addict. I mean, I hid food. I was, you would not believe I could eat more than, than two men put together. And I had food hidden everywhere. Uh, a really bad uh, terminal case here. So uh, I, I just took it, and I looked at that, and I thought, oh, my God, this is so restrictive. You can't have this. You can't have that. You can't have this. I'll never be able to do this because in my freezer I had a low-calorie uh, couple Weight Watcher dinners and uh, some, some uh, uh, diet bread, and I thought, well, that'll get me through a couple days till I see what I can have on this, and then I'll go to the grocery store. Well, first, no sugar, no white flour. So these, of course, they out went the bread, and uh, these dinners had rice or something in or pasta. They went out, too, so I had to start all over. But I'll never be able to do this, but I, I, I kid you not. I did this for like two days, two days, maybe three, but the obsession and the compulsion was lifted. It was gone. To me, that's a miracle because this was like, a, I have a three-year anniversary coming up. This was like November of 86. I have not had sugar, not had white flour. I do not have a perfect abstinence. I work in a grocery store. I see things come through the line. And I mean, I, you know, the mouth, just I can almost taste this. And to go down the candy aisle and you... Sniff. I mean, I've even been known to sniff candy bar wrappers just to just <laughs> just to get the feeling of you know what it used to be like. But what I have now is so wonderful. Why would I want to trade that for a moment of insane eating of something that that I know is like po and sugar is like poison to me. It is like poison to my body. I don't, I don't touch it. And I'm a grandma and I do have cookies in my house for my grandchildren. And I try to keep things that I know that, that don't call my name, you know, in the dark. But <laughs> the gray sheet does work and the program does work if you work it and uh, just keep coming back because I did and I'm glad you're all here and I'm glad I'm here.
I figured I'd better come up because my heart started racing. <laughs> it hadn't until just about two minutes ago, and I thought, too many things have been said that's just, you know, really hits me, and um, I have been miserable too long, <laughs> and this is going to end. I mean, this is going to end. I'm going to do something about it, and um, um, I mean, it's pretty bad when you, uh, you're married and you can't even stand and dress in front of your husband because you hate your body so much, you know, and um, you just don't like the way you look, and you feel ugly, and you feel like people are looking at you, you know. I may not be as heavy as some people, but I'm, to me, I, I feel really bad. And, um, and at this weight, my feet are starting to hurt and ache, you know, and I'm, my feet were just not made to carry this weight. And for, not only for those reasons, but just for my own feelings of self-worth, I just need to get this weight off. And um, I've been coming to OA for the last three months, and basically, when I first started coming, I was real excited, and the excitement of the newness of it, and that someone understands me, kind of helped me stick with the program. I was abstinent for two weeks, and for me, that was great, you know. But then one bite, you know, just one bite set me off, and I just haven't got back on ever since. And I, I have this guilt because I go to these meetings, and I, sometimes I just don't even want to go because I feel so guilty. Like I'm going, and what good is it doing me? You know, I'm not doing anything about it. And, you know, I have this rationalization of why I just can't seem to get on it, and, um, you know, because I'm just feeling too bad, and I just can't get this willpower up, and I just feel too weak, you know, and all these things, all this rationalization. I guess from being here this weekend, I've learned that it's hit me that this really is a disease, and I guess it really didn't hit me till this, till this weekend. And hearing everybody sharing their story, I mean, it's it's me, you know. And I, I, I think now that I've I've accepted that, I feel like accepting that is is the beginning, you know, of changing. And um, and I know that I know I've someone else told you this, but um, that part where you said, well, that that one lady who's just up here, she said, just do it, you know. <laughs> it's like. What am I waiting for? I'm waiting for this lightning bolt, you know, am I waiting for the magic moment that everything's just going to fall into place and I'll just have this extremely strong willpower and I'll just be able to diet for the next six months and get it off? You know, it's not going to happen that way and I guess I need reality to sink in that I just have to just, just sheer determination and realize that it's not going to change unless I do something about it. So I figure by getting up here and saying this, you know, it's going to help me have resolve to just get home and don't make up excuses, you know, get in there and lose this weight and be on my way, you know, road to recovery. So that's all I have to say. Hi, I'm Debbie, and I'm a compulsive overeater. Um, I'd just like to say that in January, I'll have my 10th anniversary in OA, but I was gone for two and a half, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> but um, I really need to say that some of the biggest reasons I left was because we didn't talk like this then, and I needed to talk like this real bad. I needed to be real with people, and um, I just couldn't get what I needed, so I decided I was no longer a compulsive overeater, so I didn't need to be here, 
and I had certain ideas about program and other people weren't living up to my ideas so you know I decided to leave um, this this here uh, this here is what I need to do because I found out from experience from doing this that that's the only way I feel good I don't know what it is about my body but um, I have to eat that way to feel good and I've been denying that for a long long time um, weight is definitely an issue because after all this time it's still here and uh, I don't want this in my life anymore I don't want to deal with this problem anymore I don't want to struggle with this all the time I don't want to so well, should I do this food plan? Should I do that food plan? What should I do? And constantly, nah, 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 you know, that's obsessive to me. And I'm, I'm just sick of it, you know. <laughs> I know what makes me feel good. I know what makes me happy. I'm what, I know what makes me healthy. Um, so this is one of the areas that I have straightened out some confusion in my mind about this weekend, and I'm really grateful to you and um, I've had I've come here with with some pretty heavy-duty awareness um, recent awareness and that and I am I have been in a really really bad relapse the only thing I've said was I'm in a great deal of pain I haven't used the word relapse until just now but um, it has been a real bad one and uh, it's hurt, you know, and I really, at this point, you know, when you get so bad into relapse, you, you're not, you don't do anything about it until it hurts so bad that that pain is worse, you know, than the pain you might go through and some of the awareness you'll get from working the steps. Um, I don't, I have some, I have a lot of hope now that I won't have to go that far down again. I hope, you know, I used to think I had to do that. You know, it's like you said, you start sliding down the hill, you have to go all the way down. Um, and I don't think that's so anymore. But um, the main thing I wanted to say up here was that uh, I left egotistical and I came back very, very humble. Um, I will always be a compulsive overeater. I hope that I always am here. I hope that I'm always at meetings until I, you know, can't even walk. I'm so old. <laughs> um, I didn't realize how much I missed you guys. I mean, I'd, I'd, I was, I didn't have this, this special thing that's here, this love and acceptance, and I haven't had that for a long time and I didn't realize how badly I needed it. And uh, I found a lot here that's been missing from my life this weekend. And for a while when I was gone, I gave up on recovery completely. And I thought I was never gonna make it. And now I know that I'm gonna make it. And there's a lot of people in the room that I've talked to this weekend that have helped me a lot and those experiences that I've had 
are the beginning of my renewal, and I want to thank all of you very much, and I love you. My name is Gail, and I'm a compulsive overeater. Hi, I'm scared to death. I don't think I've ever talked in a group this big. Um, as some of you know that I've talked with, I've been experiencing lots of loneliness this weekend. And it's so hard um, to talk about it when you think you're doing everything right, and it still hurts. And I know we were talking in our group today about... Um, not knowing what you really want to do with yourself, not knowing yourself, not knowing what you wanted, what would make you happy. You know, somebody's, I forget the whole situation, but I know I met someone recently and they asked me what I like to do and it's like, I don't know. How do you know when you've lived in a diseased life all your life? Because um, all I know I like is food. And so it's real different to learn something else. And um. It feels real good to be abstinent through it right now, but it's also, you feel it so much more. And you can't go back to your room and stuff it, and you can't. It's just real hard for me to fill it up. And I think, too, that a lot of my loneliness is, is you were talking about jealousy. And that, that all ties into having been by myself for so long, too, because I can be sitting here with a real good friend talking, and I see you over there laughing, and I think you're having a better time because I've never learned to just experience this one person here and be friends and be fun and enjoy it. Um, so I don't, I guess that's it. I just, and it's felt real good to, to do service for this, for this time because it, it's just made me feel more involved with a lot of people that I haven't known. And, um, there's just a whole lot of embarrassment and shame with my weight because it's it's come and it's go and it's and it's come back and that's real hard to live with real hard but I, I I know today that I have a choice and I make that choice whether or not I'm gonna eat I thank all of you I'm Mary, a compulsive overeater. I just want to tell you, it's never too late to start. I was 70 when I came into the program. My husband asked me this week, "When are you? When are you going to uh, uh, go back to? When are we going to get off of this this food plan?" I said, "I'll consider it when I'm 100." <laughs>
to get up. My name's Beth, and I'm a compulsive overeater. I'm real glad to be here. I was here two years ago and had a, was just new to the program. And I've been in program for about two and a half years now, and um, I asked you about the sugar and the white flour. I've lost 20 pounds um, by the grace of God, and I'm flirting with disaster right now. And I hear how it works, and I read how it works, but I just don't do it. And it's like you said, I've heard a lot of things this weekend, and it's like um, I need to plug it into the wall and make it work because I have get to a point where I start feeling good about myself and people start to notice and I like attention and I go the opposite way by myself. And I've learned or heard that, you know, I can't do it by myself. I, so this time I'm going to try it with God because I know he loves me and he wouldn't do anything to hurt me. I'm learning about faith and trust and through my life they've kind of, you know, I've kind of got confused about those different issues. And I have secrets that I have to get rid of. I'm, um, and some issues in my life that I just need to really face and I, I need a clearer mind and I'm gonna I, I feel really good um, I've been on vacation for a week and uh, like I said I, I, I have the last that I looked I lost 20 pounds and then I went on vacation and I kind of I had a really good time and real relaxing and out with nature um, I was supposed to go to Myrtle Beach, but the hurricane hit, <laughs> and I think it was supposed to be that way. It really was, because um, we, I went with Plan B. I asked God to help me. You know, I, I couldn't control this hurricane, and he messed up, you know, that messed up my vacation, and, and please, God, help me. And um, the telephone rang. We had ca I had called some bed and breakfast, and this lady had opening for the weekend and it was really nice to just take it slow and easy and we went to southern Indiana and I was out in God's country and it was real pretty and I got my pictures back and just you know it was what I needed instead of the beach so um, I'm ending my vacation with this retreat and I feel really good about it because um, it's like it was meant to be also so I feel really energized, and uh, I'm going to go home and put my nose to the grindstone and quit kidding myself. So thanks. Isn't it clever how we've tricked you all <laughs> into speaking? You? Uh, tonight I've run two tapes, so uh, I'll be 
The price has gone up on tapes. <laughs> and it's all our fault. I'm, well, Bobby helped. The threaten of the small groups. Okay. It is now just about 10 o'clock, and so it's time to close. And I really want to thank you all. Um, I'm not going to say anything because I feel real, real. Yeah, I just want to tell you how much I love you all and how special you are to me. <laughs> and I will giggle because that's how I deal with emotion, and that's cool. <laughs> and Judy is making gestures. I'm sorry? Let us do that. Let us do that. Can we all stand, join hands, and say our Father?